0: Hey everybody, this is Greg from Campfire Creatures, a show that takes you on an exciting adventure into the mythical and unknown. Our stories cover Bigfoot, ghosts, folklore, and otherworldly encounters. So sit back, relax, or do whatever it is you're doing and enjoy the show. Today's show is the first in a series called I Am Bigfoot. I hope you like it and come back to listen to more episodes. Chapter 1 The Guardian As the leader of the Bigfoot tribe, it was Azuka's responsibility to keep his people safe and ensure their survival. But lately he was plagued by a constant sense of unease, a feeling that he couldn't quite shake off. It was as if the very air around him was charged with a sense of foreboding. The Bigfoot tribe had always lived in seclusion, hidden deep in the forest away from prying eyes of humans. It was a tradition that had been passed down through the generations and one that had served them well. But lately, there had been murmurs of discontent among the younger members of the tribe. For thousands of years, Bigfoot remained concealed by utilizing interdimensional travel and mind control techniques. The mind control method primarily relied on bewildering humans. The speed at which Bigfoot traveled had most humans believe that they were imagining them. Their ability to blend into the forest made it almost impossible to spot even if a human passed within a few feet of them. Bigfoot were not unlike humans in caring for their young and elderly. The only way Bigfoot could keep their identity and evidence of their existence hidden was by not leaving behind any traces of their physical bodies. Bigfoot that passed away, were always taken back to other dimensions, and their life was commemorated with a single foot cast with their name etched on it. You may think, why would a Bigfoot, a super-intelligent species, keep a foot cast of their fallen? Well, the answer is somewhat strange and respectful. Humans have an infatuation with Bigfoot footprints, and are enamored with the large size and take great pride in finding such tracks. This was an intriguing concept, an occurrence in the Bigfoot community, and led to the act of them casting their loved ones feet as a keepsake. As the number of humans increased exponentially over the past decades, their relentless march and so-called growth meant that forests were being decimated and pockets of safety for Bigfoot and other creatures were few and far between. As this human onslaught continued, younger Bigfoot did not want to be pushed around anymore and wanted to stake their claim for peaceful coexistence. Little did they know, however, of the cruelty of the human species. Azuka and the Council of Bigfoot had heard about the stories of humans, enslaving even other humans, killing for sport, and their greed for material things and had also witnessed the unspeakable violence unleashed by these humans. Azuka knew that the safety of his people depended on their ability to remain hidden. But he also feared that for their future he was determined to find a way for them to exist without fear. A way that would protect them from those who sought to exploit and drive them out of their forest homes. They were growing restless and impatient with hiding and some were even suggesting that they reveal themselves to the humans they argued that it was time for the bigfoot tribe to come out of hiding and make themselves known to the world the leader knew that this was a dangerous idea the humans had always been hostile to creatures that were different from them and there were no valid reasons to believe that they would treat Bigfoot any differently. But the younger generation was becoming increasingly vocal and volatile, and the leader knew that he had to find a way to address their concerns before they did something reckless. Skirmishes with humans were a rarity were now happening even more frequently, which made everyone fearful. Azuka called a meeting of the tribe, and as they gathered around him, He knew that this was going to be a difficult conversation, one that could determine the fate of his people. My fellow Bigfoot, he began, his deep voice echoing through the clearing. I know that some of you are feeling restless and impatient with our way of life. You want to come out of hiding and reveal yourselves to the humans. But I must warn you of that. This is a dangerous idea." The younger members of the tribe murmured their dissent, but the leader continued, "...humans have always been hostile to creatures that are different from them. They fear what they do not understand, and they will stop at nothing to destroy it. We have lived in seclusion for a reason, and we must continue to do so if we are to survive." There was a moment of silence as the Bigfoot tribe absorbed his words. But then, one of the younger members spoke up. But why? Should we have to live in fear and hiding? Why can't we show the humans who we are and live openly among them? The leader sighed. Because, my child, he said gently, the humans are not like us. They do not understand our ways. And they will fear us. And fear leads to violence. If we reveal ourselves to the humans, they will try to destroy us. The younger members of the tribe looked skeptical. But the leader pressed on. Look at what they have done to the other creatures that are different from them. They have hunted them to near extinction. Destroyed their habitats. Do you believe that they will treat us any differently? There was a long pause as the Bigfoot tribe considered his words. Finally, one of the younger members spoke up. But what if we could show them that we are not a threat? What if we could teach them about our ways and live peacefully among them? The leader sighed. He knew that this was a long shot, but he couldn't deny that it was an appealing idea. It is a noble thought. But, my child, he said, It is also a dangerous one. We cannot trust the humans to treat us fairly. They are capable of great kindness. But they are also capable of great cruelty. We must be careful. The meeting ended on a somber note. The leader couldn't help but feel a sense of unease. He knew that the younger generation was becoming increasingly impatient and that something needed to be done to address their concerns but he also knew that revealing themselves to the humans was not the answer. As the tribal meeting had ended, Azuka decided to go off on a walk to clear his mind, not paying attention to what was transpiring around him. He suddenly heard a commotion up ahead. He quickened his pace and soon came up on a group of humans who had stumbled upon their hidden enclave. The humans were armed with guns and were shouting and waving their weapons in the air. Azuka knew that this was his worst nightmare come true. He stepped forward trying to calm the humans down, but it was useless. They were in a frenzy and nothing he said seemed to reach them. His sounds, his gestures were of peace. He could hear them shouting and yelling and was able to catch a human's voice saying, kill this beast. I'm sure they're the ones killing our cattle. Suddenly, One of the humans raised his gun and fired. The bullet grazed the leader's arm and he stumbled backward in pain. The other Bigfoot rushed to his side, trying to protect him from the hail of bullets that were now raining down on them. It was a futile effort. A barrage of large caliber bullets had come down upon their leader. Azuka fell backwards, feeling the intense pain all over his body. In the chaos that followed the leader realized that his worst fears had been realized the humans would never understand them and they would always see his people as a threat as he lay on the ground wounded and helpless he knew he had to make a difficult decision he had to find a way to protect his people even if it meant sacrificing himself mustering up his strength he called out to the other Bigfoot and gave them what might have been his final instructions. He told them to scatter and hide, to flee deep into the forest, and ordered them to never reveal themselves to the humans again. The Bigfoot obeyed, and soon the forest was empty once again. The leader lay there bleeding and alone, knowing that he had done everything he could to protect his people. As he closed his eyes and started to focus using his ability of mind speak, he was able to confuse the humans. In a matter of seconds, the humans could no longer see the Bigfoot. Only traces of his blood and had a sense of urgency to retreat. This gave Azuka enough time to sit up and escape. As he slipped away into the forest, he knew that Bigfoot would survive. He knew that they would continue to thrive in the hidden corners of the world where they really belonged. Azuka had to take a break. As he tried to cross the steep valley, he bled profusely and was weak. He lay down in some overgrown grass. Bleeding and barely conscious. But he suddenly felt a strange sensation. It was as if his body was changing. Transforming into something else. He tried to sit up, but he couldn't. His body was too weak and the transformation was too powerful. His body grew larger. He changed color from an auburn brown to a silver. He realized with a sudden shock that he was becoming a guardian Bigfoot. His sacrifice triggered a transformation that gave him greater physical prowess and other abilities he was yet to discover. The other Bigfoot found him. They were awestruck at the sight of their leader's transformation. They watched intently as he stood up, towering over them, a true giant among giants. The leader looked down at his people, and he knew that he had been given a second chance. He would continue to lead them, guiding them through the darkness and helping them to survive and thrive. The Bigfoot tribe was stunned by the transformation, but they quickly accepted their leader's new form. An elder from the council recalled a story passed down by others before him that a Bigfoot would emerge far more powerful than any other before because of his altruism and willingness to sacrifice himself for the greater good. And so the Bigfoot tribe continued stronger than ever before. They lived in the shadows, hiding from the humans who would never understand them. But they did so with a newfound sense of purpose and determination. And even though the humans continued to fear and misunderstand them, the Bigfoot tribe knew they had their leader who would help them find their way through the darkness. Azuka knew that this peaceful existence would be short-lived as the younger Bigfoot would not be satisfied with living in the shadows of humans. Sooner or later, things would come to a head and decisions will have to be made that will be both difficult and painful to be continued. Thanks for listening to Campfire Creatures. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support and grow our channel, please subscribe and leave a rating and review. To stay up to date with Campfire Creatures and get more content, check out campfirecreatures.com. And remember, keep the fire lit.